WGIF. It's Manson Mitchell with Gary Manson, Suzanne Mitchell. A double shot of good conversation with great guests to jumpstart your weekend. Manson Mitchell, you're on the air. Happy Friday. Manson Mitchell goes on the road with Dina Marie this morning. I'm a guest host for Manson Mitchell. I'm pretty excited to be here. They gave me a call this week. And then I thought I would take you on location to beautiful Port Townsend. So here we are at Puget Sound Express, and my guest this morning is... Steve Bonnell. And how do I know you, Steve? Well, Dana, we used to hang out together at places like East West Bookshop in Seattle. And we, I had Seattle Natural Awakenings. That is also correct. And I had the radio show, and so I... Geez, you guys invited me to a lot of events. That's also true. We had a lot of fun hanging out with rock stars. <laughs> we did. I mean, you know, spiritual rock stars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and when you first started, oh, you were doing tea, too. That's true. We had the East-West Tea Garden in full effect. I still do tea, but I, you know, basically just serve my wife and myself. But. Oh, I'm having flashbacks. And yeah. you did a, a, gosh, I was laying on the floor and you did tea, but it was also... What was that thing called? We did singing bowls. Singing bowls. Thank you so much. Oh, yeah. We did sound healing. Still do sound healing. Oh, man. But you did that, didn't you? Yeah. Gosh. Okay. That's where some of the music came in. And then you and I did Yoga for Hope. I love this. It's like flashback going back into time. Uh, and uh, you and I had some time because the event started. But you had your booth. I had my booth. And we did a chakra reading. Yeah, that was really nice. And you had your crystals, of course, and were spreading that awesome healing energy and helping people to learn to use different tools. And in your reading, something about you expressing yourself, and you mentioned that you are a musician. It's true. Um, ironically, you know, when I lived in Seattle, kind of through my second life, I like to say, my first life was very much so oriented in the band that I was playing with called Schoolyard Heroes and we did a lot of shows and did some things on the road and then I kind of made a transition and thought to myself I should think a little bit more about my spiritual health. So I changed things up and my music kind of went underground during that period and so it was a big shock to a lot of people to learn that I was a musician and then they kind of put the pieces together and they said oh yeah I guess that kind of makes sense. Well, and it was, it was a shock to me, but your prescription was to pick up your guitar again and play some music. Absolutely. Anytime that I've, uh, you know, had a serious transition in my life to music has come back really strongly as that kind of dharma, I guess you could say, or that soul call. And for me, it's everyone, you know, we, the, the blocks that you have. Because mm -hmm. if you're, you're still working, you're doing your jobs, but if you do the thing that your purpose and your passion, which is music, art, community, or anything that you're volunteering, you're passionate about. Like, I'm passionate about whales. <laughs> I love that we're here right now, which was quite, quite synchronistic, and we'll talk about that later. Um, you went off and you actually started playing a little bit of music on your own just for the fun of it. Absolutely. Um, you know, getting back out and doing some of the music that I had written all through the years was a great opportunity to just be more, more in touch with, you know, my own unique voice. And honestly... I feel like it's something that, you know, I've always struggled with was really getting clarity in my own voice. And it sounds kind of, I don't know, a lot of people say, no, I can't really see that for you. But, you know, honestly, it is true. It's something that pushed me and continues to push me to kind of do better and to be more expressive and also just 
say what I mean and mean what I say. Ooh, because that's what it was. It was your throat chakra and your solar plexus. Absolutely. And a lot of musicians, that's why they play. They need that. A lot of musicians are really shy, super shy. Yeah, I was shy as a child too. And it was one of those things that, um, it's kind of funny, you know, never really intended to start a band. Um, had a guy who um, played bass or kind of didn't even play bass at the time. I was playing guitar on sophomore stage, you know, at, in high school. He comes up to me and goes, hey, you want to start a band? And I was like, sure. And then I didn't talk to him for like two months. <laughs> and then I said, hey, we're going to start that band. He goes, yeah, I just got a bass. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and you play guitar. And I play guitar and I've been playing for a while and my influences were Eddie Van Halen and David Gilmore and, you know, Jimi Hendrix, of course. Of course, Jimi and Eddie. <laughs> I've been watching documentaries yeah. to get me through this. Oh, God, I totally. love them. Eddie Van Halen, what an oh. amazing man. Seriously, oh, yeah. Oh, God. And, and, and so, you know, music is my... I just love to hear your music, <laughs> that's for sure. And then as we progressed, we still did events together, uh, Seattle Natural Awakenings, and, and my show, Lift Your Spirits, with Dina Marie, uh, Saturday, or Saturday, sorry, Fridays at 8 a.m., kind of promoted events uh, for East West. Yeah. God, Neil Don Donald Walsh? Walsh, yeah, Neil Donald Walsh. You and I were on the show with him. That's true. Conversations with... I mean, Neil Donald Walsh, now God. He had conversations with God. I, well, and we were talking to God. We were all talking. Yeah, we were all talking. And it was just one of these, like, we did lots of amazing events together. And then the last time I saw you was an East-West Bookshop event with Deepak Chopra. That's correct. And, you know, it was a pleasure because I was able to handle that event from bean to bar, as they say in the chocolate business. Maybe I'm just hungry. I don't know. <laughs> but um, what I learned from his... Um, representative was that he actually hadn't been to Seattle and I think upwards of eight years or something Wow! and um, you know kind of didn't have much of a reason to come back and I said you know he's got this new book we've got a great crowd that we've cultivated with people from the Center for Spiritual Living and we had this great kind of you know thing going on you know they had a great space and an amazing congregation and were full into promotion as well and so we were able to bring some big spiritual events back to Seattle, and it felt really amazing, you know? And this too shall pass. So sometimes you're, you're at a place and, and things change. And I remember I was living on Camano Island, mm -hmm. uh, Nanda Farm. Yeah. Moved like two roads behind me. Oh, so yeah. basically you got to visit Camano Island. Yeah, Camano Island is just wonderful. And um, I remember the whole Ananda Farm going in and being up there planting some fruit trees, which are probably doing really well. <laughs> Llamas, <laughs> chicken, uh, alpacas, right? alpacas, I yeah. don't know. It was fun. Definitely. Oh, gosh, it's a great space, and they're doing amazing things. And, um, yeah, that was, those were really amazing times. And part of me thinks maybe I should just move to Camano Island. Who knows? Well, I just... So I'm having flashbacks, but I remember you conversing with me a little bit about getting a taste of being by the water... Um, making some changes in your life and doing something different. So what have you done different since then? Absolutely. Yeah, about six years ago, my wife and I moved um, away from Seattle, you know, and away from the big city energy and said, you know, it's time to make a change. So the first spot we came to was Port Townsend. And so, you know, everything kind of clicked into place. We've been talking a little bit earlier today about things just falling into place. Well, we, we got here and before we had officially moved here, we found an apartment and a place for her to do her practice all within four hours of each other. Mm -hmm. 
And I was like, okay, this is our next logical step at the moment. But making changes, just finding out how to take better care of oneself, I think, and also figure out where your stress points are, you know? And it's one thing to talk about healing and perform healings and other things, but if you're not healthy yourself and you're not balanced, those things can't manifest as well through you as you would like them. So we had to kind of start that road and figure that out for ourselves in a big way. And six years later, we're feeling pretty good. God, has it been six years? It's been six years. And I did come out to visit you once. I came out here to the, uh, maybe you were going to be on my show with some, I don't remember. Gosh, time is flying. But I did come out here and we had some lunch and things. Yeah. And so it has been a long time. And you and I have a less or more Less is more lifestyle. Less or more. How about less is more lifestyle? Less is more. I have a very tiny place. I love my place. And you have a tiny home. I have a tiny home. It's a beautifully crafted 31-foot trailer. Um, it's actually, I call it a tiny mansion. <coughs> um, and it's quite lovely. And, of course, our carbon footprint is a little lower by having like this. You know, it's amazing. You know what? I woke up this morning and I looked at my tiny place and everything in it is something I really, really love seeing. Yes. And I think when you have a big place, you don't you don't have that feeling. You may or may not appreciate everything that's there. And that's part of the issue, I think. Um, we've, you know, we grew up in larger-ish homes, you know, and there's rooms you don't go into for a month and you think to yourself, gosh, what's that really doing? What's the stuff in there doing? Is it just rotting down there? I don't know. But um, in an adjunct to the tiny home, we have a, a studio space which functions as my music studio. It functions as a yoga room. I've got my record player and my records in there. And then it also has a little bit of storage. So between those, we're doing pretty good. And I have my Reiki table, so that's it's a healing center, it's an office. I have ah. little places where I do my work, you know, of course where I sleep. But when I, 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 again, I looked this morning, it was beautiful, it was sunny, and I just thought everything, because everything I have I could put in my car right now. There you go. My Reiki table is the biggest thing I own. Wow. It's a lot of freedom with all the stuff that was going on this year, but uh, everything I have I cherish. Very cool, very cool. And I think energy matters, so... <laughs> That's my book, Our Energy Matters, and it really does. And today has been really fun. I got here off the ferry. We've had some synchronicities already. Uh, we're going to go um, uh, at the end of this segment, we're going to listen to your song. Yeah. But I want to ask you a few questions about Port Townsend, and we're going to talk about if people were coming out here with what they would like to do. So mm -hmm. we'll go there. Absolutely. So we are at where? Where are we at? Future Sound Express. And how do you know Sarah? I know Sarah because Sarah and I work together at a little place called the Chimicum Corner Farm Stand. And if you're driving up from Seattle, maybe you're taking Edmonds or maybe you're going Bainbridge, you know, ferry directly from Seattle. If you're coming to Port Townsend, you're going to have to stop through a little place called Chimicum. And uh, Chimicum is not very much to look at. It's a four corner stop. And there's a gas station on one side of the road, and then on the other side of the road, if you look off to the left, there's a great cidery called Finn River, which I'm sure a lot of people have heard of. So Andrew was on my show. Oh, awesome. And I haven't been there. You haven't been there? No, oh that's what I said to my friend, oh, my acupuncturist friend, Sonia, that we need to go. Absolutely. Um, Finn River is amazing. Um, Andrew's awesome, too. Definitely one of my homies out there. And, uh, of course, Christy and um, Eric 
and all the crew, Keith, everybody, it's just amazing. So on the other side of the road, you have the Chimicum Corner Farm Stand. It was started by two Seattleites, Phil and Katie, who had this dream of bringing something um, like a local grocery back to the community. And it's just been incredible what they've done in the last decade in creating and cultivating a conscious space where it just feels like everything in there is really hand-picked and hand-tailored. And there's so much creativity and consciousness that goes into it, but it feeds the community. It's about the farmers who have sold their wares there and continue to sell fresh vegetables. That whole idea of eating local and you know from the ground up and supporting your community, it's all happening at the corner farm stand. And so it was an amazing blessing to work there for two years and, um, you know, it was one of those things that eventually I had to say to myself, this is great, and I have to make a new chapter for myself. And your new chapter would be your music. Yeah, it's been my music. And <laughs> I, uh, when we moved out here the second time, <laughs> which is a whole other story, we finally got a piece of land, put our tiny home on it, and created a music studio. And so it took about a year and a half to really get all that together. And then I realized I wasn't using my music studio to the fullest extent. So you here. started playing some music, started playing some music. And here we are, I'm recording an album and, um, you know, hopefully it'll be out by my birthday, which is in summer. So, well, I'll be there every step of the way. I have been watching you. You play often on your Instagram and I think you used to play on Facebook. I probably did, yeah. I think I, I left Facebook in the dust, like many people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, you know, I, I couldn't find you at all. But I, I've been watching on Instagram, and the other day you lifted my spirits with your Bobby Dylan song. Oh, gosh, yes. Um, I think the, actually you might mean Neil Young, though. <laughs> was it Neil Young? Sorry. No, I, remember I was hearing someone's Bobby Dylan. That's true, yeah. It was Neil Young. I, uh, I made a joke about the fact that I don't think Neil Young has ever sung any um, anti-social media songs, but... Uh, Tell the listeners what, what you were saying. Can oh, you? Or I, sing it. I'm I don't trying know. to remember, actually. Let's see. Maybe. It was something about quit stalking your friends on Facebook and give them a call. <laughs> yeah, it really was about making a personal connection, you know, as opposed to the thing that we all have the, um, you know, we're all guilty of it, myself included. Sometimes we realize that we'd rather, you know, scroll as opposed to actually call people. So I've made it a personal practice to start getting in touch with people I care about. And, you know, I was so pleased when you got in touch with me. I said, hey, here's someone I care about. And um, I'm calling it the art of visiting. Ooh, I like it. Imagine <laughs> I'm that. an artist because I pick up the phone now and I call people randomly and spontaneously. And God, I what I do is perfect. Yeah, you're a visionary. I don't know, I'm a visionary. Yeah, I actually started something again. But when we were younger, you used to go to uh, your grandparents and you'd sit there. That's why I like local businesses. That's why I like local yes. everything because everything's just, people know everyone. And you walk into the grocery store and they're talking to each other. Yes. Before this thing with the mass stuff. But sure. that's why I was drawn to Whidbey Island, Camino Island. That's why Port Town's important. Or or the place you were talking Chimicum. about. Yes. Yeah. It's so funny. I was just talking about that yesterday with um, Sonia, who was on my show this morning. That's our road trip, Finn River, uh, mm -hmm. and I didn't know about that. But thank you. Yeah. And how important it is to walk in and, and put your money down at a place that's owned by a person who's probably has their family there working with them side by side, 
for instance, Sarah. Yeah, Puget Sound Express right here, the whale watching tours. It's family owned. It's such an amazing experience. If you've never been, you have to go. You have to go. And I, I've been three times, so I am just, <laughs> and she also knows about Kauai, and we have a great uh, understanding about the whales and how important they are, but Puget Sound Express takes out of, uh, well, it was supposed to come out of Langley, and then things happen, but it does leave Edmonds, and it does leave uh, Port Townsend, but today, what a beautiful day, and the whales mm. are coming through. We have gray whales, orcas, of course, and all kinds of marine life, but again, going back to when you spend your money, and even music. Absolutely. Man, yeah. when you get your stuff, I'm buying it. Thank you very much. Well, I've really liked my dream. I've been getting into records again and, you know, as wax. As Vinyl. These, <laughs> as these young kids call it. Oh, wax. Now. Wax. Yes, it's, it's wax. <laughs> my dream would be to actually press this record into a vinyl pressing. And so I've been sitting at home. I've been learning a lot about mixing and mastering and what it takes to get all that kind of together. It's been an amazing journey. You know, I'm learning so much more now than I ever did before. And trying to produce a studio quality album, you know, it's been a great honor. So you'll hear a little bit of that stuff that's come out of the studio as well, more polished. And then mm -hmm. we've got the rough song that I'll play. We were sitting at the park, at the <laughs> beach, we were talking. And because I produced an album or, or wrote and, and, and did that whole thing, the appreciation you have for music. And I was saying to my artist friends that maybe after this, maybe people will put you where you all belong, our artists, our musicians, because we are missing it so desperately. But yeah, to go out and uh, make an album, then to get on stage and perform, yeah, you know how much effort that takes? It's an incredible wealth of effort and you know all of the pieces that have to come together before that. I mean, everyone looks at a performance as a single event, but if you go backstage and you you know, go deep backstage and look at everything that's the culmination of your life's experience to get to that moment. I mean, it's absolutely incredible. And, you know, playing with a band in Seattle for eight years was an amazing experience. And I don't even know if I appreciated it as much as I should have, you know, being kind of as young as I was. But, you know, those memories are something that will live with me forever. And music has never left me. Music has been with me the entire time. And isn't it, oh gosh, it was Jake Douglas from practicing musician about you know one person playing an instrument how that that your energy is but a group playing mm. together an instrument then the people involved watching and listening yeah. how e that energy just expands yes and then kids and I dancing <laughs> <laughs> that's where I fit in but you know there's it's just something tribal it's 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 the ultimate community to have a, a concert and play music that lifts people's spirits. Absolutely agree, absolutely. There's no better way to share good, positive energy than through music. And so we're gonna end this segment with one of your songs. Absolutely, this one's called New Chapter. And uh, for anybody who's going through a period where they need a restart, a refresh, you know, this is a song that keeps coming back to me and I'll be so pleased to have it recorded and onto an album finally after 15 years. That's how long it's been since you wrote it? I think, yeah, this particular wow. song has been about, it's been with me for about 15 years. Wow, I'm impressed. Thanks. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad to I just feel see, old. No, well, I, to see it manifest, you know, and yeah. to have it played live. I'm just super excited about it. You're listening to The Mansum Mitchell Show. I'm Dina Marie. We're on location in Port Townsend with Steve Bonnell. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with more. 
staying connected with Gary Mance and Suzanne Mitchell is easy. Just go to manceandmitchell.com for the latest info on topics and guests. Friend Gary Mance and Suzanne Mitchell on their Facebook pages and like the Mance and Mitchell show page at facebook.com slash Mitchell. If you're on Twitter, share a follow with Gary and Suzanne at Mance Mitchell. Join Gary and Suzanne Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. for an unusual show that covers everything from personal growth to the paranormal. Here's an amazing act. Here's a tremendous act. Here's a startling act. The amazing, the thrilling, the greatest, spectacular, incredible, exciting, wonderful, world-famed, most unusual novelty act. The home of the A-Team of Alternative Talk is manceandmitchell.com. Heard right here on Alternative Talk 1150 AM or streaming live from your computer anywhere. Terry Loving wants to help you with your online marketing challenges right now. She has several courses she is giving away to help you get your business working for you online. Yes, giving away. WordPress websites are her specialty, yet her technical skills go way beyond that. Check out her blog at terryloving.com or email her directly at terry at terryloving.com. That's terry at terryloving.com. How do you define strength? Is it physical? Or is it mental? Maybe it's both. Maybe it's whatever empowers a person to dig deeper, fight harder, and overcome obstacles that once seemed insurmountable. Discover how much stronger and more confident your children can be. Encourage them to participate in a sport when they go to high school. This message presented by the Washington Interscholastic Activities Association and the Washington State Secondary Athletic Administrators Association. I'm Gary Mance. I'm Suzanne Mitchell. We're a couple of baby boomers who bring you a talk radio mix of metaphysics and music, politics, and pop culture. And you never know which celebrity will join us for an interesting conversation. Mance and Mitchell is Boomer HQ, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 on 1150 AM KKNW. Your home for alternative talk in Seattle and Western Washington. On the path to good health and well-being, Alternative Talk 1150 is the station for you. Welcome back. You're listening to Mance and Mitchell, and it's this show is Dina Marie Goes on Location with Steve Bonnell. Well, howdy. <laughs> Port Townsend. Um, I do want to let you know that Gary will be hosting uh, American Road Trip Talk today at 1, 1 to 1.30. He has a special show for you on KKNW, uh, so I invite you to listen to that, and they'll be back tomorrow morning. Uh, they're here on Fridays. Um, Fridays? 10 o'clock and Saturdays and I'm Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie at 8 a.m. and so Fridays are a great lineup so we invite you to uh, tune in any Friday and and to see what we have to offer but we are in Port Townsend we are at Puget Sound Express uh, I've been on many whale watching tours and Sarah Hankey mm -hmm. has been on the show gosh I want to say three times and you guys are friends 
Yeah, we were friends. We talked a little bit about our corner store experiences together. <laughs> yeah, and I thought, okay, we're at the park. It's kind of noisy. Let's go see Sarah. And sure enough, she's here. So we're at, uh, we're looking at a whale right now from out the window. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it looks like a whale sail. sail <laughs> whale boat, sailboat? A whale boat, sailboat, <laughs> but it's Puget Sound Express, I believe, .com. So check them out, uh, and we'll talk about Sarah a little bit later on the show. Um, let's talk about what else we can do here. And one of my favorite places in Port Townsend, Washington is Phoenix Rising. What an institution. What an amazing, amazing place. And I'm just thinking about, you know, of course, Phoenix Rising. I think a lot of people know it for the crystals that are in the window. And that's certainly such a huge draw. But I was also thinking about the artwork that uh, Jill, the owner and curator, brings in from India. Some of the tankas and some of the amazing carvings and statues, you know, wood and brass. She also has a great selection in music. So, I mean, and chimes, love the chimes. And I, gosh, before I wrote my book, Our Energy Matters, I was drawn here with my kids when they were super tiny. We would come into town, uh, get lunch, get ice cream. Mm -hmm. We would uh, go to Phoenix Rising. I'd get my new age book which I wasn't telling anyone about because it was a secret. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and then um, I would get my rocks and I would take the kids to the... Fort Warden. Fort Warden. And we would oh, yeah. spend the day on the beach uh, having a picnic. And basically what happened is that's when I started practicing all the stuff on the kids. And yeah. dream work, uh, shock, chakras and... Reiki. Reiki. All the things I learned from the books that I got there became... It was my schooling. Mm. Yeah. Thank God. She's probably one of the, the books, first bookstores open like that. Yeah, absolutely true. I mean, and gosh, it's been here for, I want to say, well over 30 years. Um, yes, it has, because that's how long ago it was. <laughs> <laughs> you feel old. <laughs> yeah, right. Wow. Gosh, yeah. it's And um, before my wife and I lived here, we went to that bookshop, and, you know, we would always pick up something, you know, and really it was picking up energy. It was picking up inspiration, and it was in so many ways picking up that next step you know and thinking about how to cultivate a conscious brighter future for ourselves and what kind of tools we need to do that and you know i was in the closet <laughs> because i didn't show people my rocks i didn't sure. show people my books my kids were young so i could talk about all that stuff to them but i didn't i didn't tell anybody and, and her first shop was in a really old mm. building on the other side and it was just like it was like one of my favorite things and then my next favorite thing you know, as, as the time went by, is to go to East West Bookshop and, and Ravenna. Absolutely. Well, you know, I was there for eight years, and um, gosh, it was such a such an amazing time. You know, I felt like everything, the energy was just so high, and I was asked to take over things like events, and smack dab in the middle of the fact that we hadn't done so many big events in Seattle for a while. So we were eventually talking to these giant mega artists, um, my first really big event that I did actually was Eben Alexander, Proof of Heaven. And he kind of just exploded on the scene as this um, author, you know, who had this amazing experience who, you know, he was a neurosurgeon and eventually, you know, he had this massive, I think it was aneurysm. And oh, no. Ended up going um, into spaces, you know, well beyond his conscious ability or at least his waking conscious and exploring these different levels of consciousness so how many 
famous people do you think you actually met? Well, met quite a few. And I was also thinking about some of the musicians, you know, I got to work with people like Deva Pramal and Maten, uh, Sanatam Kar, and really just a whole gamut of amazing um, musicians, Guru Ganesha, you know. People, I about the musicians. Yeah, people from that realm and amazing spirits though, you know, beyond the music, just what they're bringing to life and what they're bringing out into the world, what they're practicing, they're practicing what they're preaching and vice versa. And it's just, I don't know, it's an incredible thing. But as far as other authors, you know, when we did Lift Your Spirits back a few years ago, uh, Neil Donald Walsh was on with us live. And that was quite fun. Oh, that was amazing. Because that was one of the books I got from yes. Phoenix Rising. And I took it home. And I that's when I was a mom. And so, you know, people, religious people would knock on the door. Sure. And I would tell them I talked to God. <laughs> I was crazy. Tell me all your thoughts. Oh, I hope you don't have to pay for that. No. <laughs> all I know is this. is like, no, no, I talked to God. They're like, no, you can't talk to God. Yeah, you right. got to go. There's a barrier. Yeah. You got to do whatever we say. And I said, oh, a man talks to God. Then you talk to the man and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I'm like, no, no, I talked to God. But then I, that book came out and I thought, okay, I'm not crazy. Because right. if he, Neil can talk to God, I can talk to God. Yeah, and that was his whole message is that anyone can do this, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's funny. So you were on this show. That was, that was a sweet show. And then, oh, gosh, the last time I saw you was with uh, Deepak Chopra. Deepak Chopra, right. Yeah, we were, um, that was about the time, around the time of my leaving, but I felt like I had made a major accomplishment. It had been about eight years or so, I think, since Deepak Chopra had been in Seattle at that point. It was nice because it was an event I was able to cultivate from bean to bar, as they say in the, the chocolate making industry, and, you know, basically invite him back. And so it was a great success. We sold out. Is that five years ago? Four years ago? Mm, maybe closer mm. to seven. Wow. Gosh, I can't believe life closer is going by. Closer to six or seven. It very much so is. But yeah, all in all, amazing experiences. And, you know, working with people from Center for Spiritual Living on a lot of those um, bigger events with East West Bookshop was a really great time. And those are amazing memories that I cherish. And I told you about uh, the Scratch Patch yeah. and the Indian place next door. Oh, yeah. Um, of course, I can't remember what it was, but that was my outing. Okay, so after we Indian did... Indian Bistro. Ah, I don't ah. know what it was, but the bottom line is that yeah. was my... You go to a class, you pay $10 or something on right. a Thursday evening, and, and I was like, oh, my God, if I could ever get to be at East West and be a presenter. And then I wrote a book. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think you guys actually hired me to, to go and do a class. And yes, then, we got you in there. Yeah, and I did some the readings, and it was like, that was probably the highlight of my book career, was just going down there, teaching a class, having the Indian food, going down the street, buying a hippie skirt. It was all you guys' fault. <laughs> and then uh, the scratch patches where I got my rocks, and then when Whole Foods came in, yeah, you know, it was just Ravenna, Ravenna, was a Roosevelt. Roosevelt, yeah. That, those were the days. Now I just feel bad because I'm reminiscing about the past, but it was a, it was a really lovely time, you know. And, and Port Townsend, uh, Phoenix Rising is still here. Yeah, holding it down. Holding it down, and again, you can come out here with the family from. We say you can go to uh, Woodby Island through mm -hmm. Coopville. Sure. Or you can go through Edmonds. Yeah, I think you were in Seattle, or we were in Linwood, of course, for a long time. And Edmonds was a natural choice to come out this way and 
No, it doesn't take too long. Maybe an hour and a half in total. You know what I used to do? I used to take the Edmonds and then the Coopville home and then Muckleteo. There you go. That's a lot of ferries. That's a lot of ferries. <laughs> but you know, that was in the old days when you didn't have to have reservations and you could be really spontaneous and do whatever you wanted. So now, nowadays, not the, the case. Well, if you walk on from places like Coopville, you will like be I right, did, yeah. yeah, smack dab in the middle of Port Townsend. It's a great walk. You know, it's a great just little city, um, not city, but <laughs> town scene. You know, you've got great local coffee, amazing restaurants, and of course, places like Phoenix Rising. And for me, today was my first time off of would be and being like a tourist a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I see myself bringing my bike yeah. and spending the night. There you go. Oh my gosh. And, and you know, because of the pandemic, I haven't seen myself doing anything. Mm -hmm. um, because I, we've had, I'll say restrictions and, and bars and it, you just kind of limit yourself. But day I, I kind of reached, I just, I told Benny, I got to do something different. And I just love the fact that you put your Neil Young song on <laughs> so that I could actually be inspired to reach out, make a phone call, do the art of visiting and hang out with you today. I mean, that's what we need right now. We need more human contact. We're we wearing do. masks. We're all good. But I, I think we've had enough of being in front of a computer. Yeah. Our televisions. Well, that was my whole point in writing the... I woke up in the morning and I thought, well, Neil Young's never written any um, anti-social media songs, so maybe I'll write one for him. And it is. It's all about, you know, let's stop scrolling and let's, at the very least, call these people. Call these people who matter because guess what? Our time here is limited. Mm -hmm. And... We need to share as much good energy as possible. The art of visiting, and I just got off the phone with um, Muzz Murray. He was on my show last week, but I enjoy talking to him so much that we're Zooming now. Nice. Anthony Manna, again, I just, I've been Zooming, I've been phone calling, I've been talking to people from all over the world, and it's the art of visiting, and it's it's just such a beautiful thing when you can just be with another human being. Is that be? Be with another human yeah, being. Yeah, just be. <laughs> and, and, and even like with you, re reminiscing, because as short as our time together has been, it's been we impactful. have done a lot. Yeah. Wow. Really powerful. And um, it's funny because I've been getting more into vinyl. Did I mention that earlier? <laughs> vinyl and how important it is? Yes. Yeah. Or wax. Tangible. You know what it is? It's tangible something. Something tangible. I, when I'm with... A record I feel like I'm with someone else too I feel like I'm with that artist or that group and that energy oh just... the album the, the cover itself the yeah. art on it um, yeah I've been doing the whole stairway to heaven oh every that's <laughs> yeah I love tangible stuff and I'm I tried to do the zoom and the classes and all that but for me I'm doing one uh, person to two person retreats there you go. on would-be and to have people come out and, and we're outside and we can I can do shocker readings out touching the rocks now um, I've adapted, but to bring people out in physical form uh, one at a time. I don't need a group of 50. I don't even want to work with a group of 50. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, and I do hope the music comes back because I miss sitting with a group of people listening. Uh, it's storytelling is what it is. It absolutely is, and I, I know the music will come back. And it's amazing to see how many artists have adapted. I've also been trying to do a little bit more online in that way, and a lot of it's Kind of all in culmination for this album that's forthcoming by myself and um you know i was thinking to myself how am i going to how am i going to promote this thing and then you called and i was like well here's one way <laughs> <laughs> i i can do it i will do it and you spoke to me your song spoke to me that's why music's so important you know i could have you know i see people's faces but when you sang a, a 60 second song right 
man, it hit me. And I think I, I messaged you right away. Yeah. And I had done it maybe a month ago because I saw one of your songs. I really liked it. And I'm busy, but for some reason, well, thank you, Manson Mitchell. Thank you, Suzanne and Gary, for asking me. It, I think it was very synchronistic to have you on the show. And you had a lot to do with KKNW. How many people on that radio, Marie Manucheri and all those people? Absolutely. Gosh, you, you were on that station a lot, don't you think? Well, we were all tied together, you know, through that, whatever you want to call it, that community. And, you know, I feel very thankful for the community that was set up by everybody who did the footwork, you know, before I got there. And it was amazing, you know, whatever, if you want to call it a spiritual community or if you just want to call it a community. But, you know, people who could see eye to eye on the idea that creating something more conscious in the world was necessary, was a good thing to do, it was worthwhile. And, um, you know, just like your show and just like so many of the other shows, um, especially on KKNW, bringing that kind of awareness to people's minds and lifting their spirits. Yeah, and I think it goes back to Phoenix Rising, buying a rock, buying a book. Right. It goes back to you guys having classes I could listen to and go home and, and think for myself and ask questions. And then for me to actually take some classes and, and then do my own healing work on other people, but write a book mm -hmm. and go to your place and <laughs> present it. Uh, and Full then circle. for you, yeah, to be sitting here right now, <laughs> you know, making beautifully conscious music. Thank you. I just think I, I'm a, I must, I think I have a real, this has been a great life. <laughs> I have to say, I, I, I have to say, I really feel that I, I have been authentic. You know, there was years I wasn't. Sure. And as soon as I ventured out to East West or I did things, you know, maybe I wasn't supposed to do because I was conditioned yeah. by my family. It's scary. You know? Yeah. And, and, and I think music, sometimes it is hard for people to expose themselves. I don't like people listening to my songs. Well, it's interesting too, because I, we were kind of mentioning just how it's easy to be shy you know, and how a lot of musicians are really shy, but this is the way they get out. And I certainly feel the same way. I feel like natively I'm very shy, although music was something that kind of brought me out of my shell early on, you know, ever since high school and playing in the band. And mm -hmm. then finding my own voice with this now has just been, you know, it's been amazingly gratifying. And it's so much more, I suppose it's probably akin to having a child. You know, this is my creative you know. Oh yeah, it is a child. It is a child, and, and when you have an album, you have a baby. Yes, exactly. I'm I'm looking to conceive. No. <laughs> no, you've already conceived. Ah, when the baby's good. born and birthed, right? That's when the work begins. Ah, the hatching. So, intangibles, right? Then the tangibles. So I write a book, mm -hmm. and then I have seven thousand of them. <laughs> How am I going to sell them? I didn't even think about that part. Right. So when you have an album. That's when I really feel bad for people because you guys have to bring your your uh, guitars yeah. and your amps and they have to sit up and then if you're gonna like uh, get paid and all you have to think of all these things. But the album itself is just the beginning of another Absolutely. process. Absolutely, and you know I've been able to be mentored by people who have been through the process. My good friend Rocky Botolato has written so many amazing albums and has been doing this type of work for 25 plus years. And so it feels good to have people like that on your side who can at least maybe tell you what the next steps might be, mm -hmm. you know. And of course, being in a band, I know some of that, but you know, this is this is my project through and through. I've literally written everything, produced everything, mixed everything, and mastered everything by the time it's all said and done. 
And you're talented. Well, what if you overmaster? What if you overproduce it and you can't play the songs? I think about that often. You know, it's funny because I thought to myself, you know, what I should do with this is I should do one takes along with the produced album, do also just a take where it's just me playing and singing one time through minimal processing. Acoustic. Acoustic. So that's I, the best stuff because you can go anywhere. You can travel around the world all by yourself. Absolutely. Oh, with your, your friend, your girlfriend. <laughs> My wife. Your wife. Did you guys get married? We were married. Where have I been? I know, right? We've been together for 16 years. So you can travel with your wife. Yeah. Awesome. I'm so happy for that. That's exciting. But I have a lot of musicians that don't want to do the whole band thing anymore because they can get up and, and travel and play music and get paid sure. without the big production. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people are doing it online. I think that's what you're getting at. Yeah. Well, uh, the busking. I have people, oh, busking, they're sure. busking right now. Yeah. Uh, because people want music so bad. <laughs> I'm just saying that some of the people I've been um, from around the world that I've been interviewing that are musicians. Yeah. I just, it's an option. I think it's not a bad one either. Um, it's an interesting one for me. I think that that changes definitely the scene. I actually set up a looper pedal um, that has about 15 different pedals on it. Mm -hmm. And I can take that out. It's massive, but I can roll that out and set up some amplifiers and actually do uh, kind of a guitar scapes. And Kauai, that's hot. Yeah. And that means he can go to the big hotels. He can, And then there's the whole bartering and staying for free. There's a lot of options. You have to be ultra creative with music right now. <laughs> but I'm so happy that you're, you're, you're going forward with it. I love the songs. Um, we will end the show with one. But right now... Your creative side to get through this I'm so glad that's what you got in touch with thank you yeah it's definitely something that you know it's always been in the background and you know it finally just became the loudest voice in the room and when that happened you know I was left no other options I was always kind of putting it on the back burner you mean your inner voice <laughs> I think the higher voice that's whatever exactly that voice what is. it is and that higher voice has always said you know do music you know and make that your voice, make it authentic and make it who you are. Well, and we were saying, how, how do we help uh, the people to be successful is to be conscious about where you spend your money. So I really don't, I would not pay $500 to see somebody, but <laughs> I would spend $15 on a CD to support somebody. Absolutely. And so you, I don't have anything but local people that I know sure. and I buy their stuff and I go to their concerts and I got their t-shirts. <laughs> You know, and it's kind of like it's a tribe of, you know, musicians and you watch them thrive and, and grow and, and, and their songs. What's, what's some of the words to the song, the last song we're going to do? Um, the song that I've produced um, and put through the, a little bit through the ringer, I won't sit and wait and watch the world disintegrate. I'll start with my mind and try to find peace inside. Sharing what I own so I don't walk alone, leaving all the sand in search of the sugar lie. And essentially, you know, all these are just ethos, you know, these are ethos that I try to practice, you know, sharing and being open minded and trying to walk a conscious path, you know, with my actions, with the things I put in my body, all of that. Um, so the chorus, every step is conscious and each part must be played. The end is the beginning. Each night will birth each day. God, I loved it. And I was listen I was watching the sun go down when you sent it to me. 
And it, it's, that's why I feel what's happening to me right now is that I'm in the right place at the right time and the universe is just winking at me and it, saying, keep going, Dina, keep going. And that's why I'm sitting here. This is, this is weird that I'm, I'm left would be, I'm sitting here with you. We're at Puget Sound Express. Yeah, here we are. <laughs> Sarah was actually here when we got here. Yeah. Um, and we both know her. And I just think it's, it's the, the universe is much more magical and, and playful and whimsical. And those are the things we need to embrace right now. I think about that a lot. It's funny, um, I wouldn't call it my spirit animal per se, but every time I think I'm being reminded to be playful, um, I'll see an otter in the most random place. You know, and I was biking the other day and I didn't even know they could make it up this far. There was an otter um, on the road, just kind of squirming along and, you know, slipped right back between the brushes and back out to the water. And I'm just thinking to myself, okay, I think maybe I need to be more playful. What is this? <laughs> and on Camino, I used to run into him running. Ah. And, and, but I saw him all the time. But yes, yeah. we do need to be more playful and have more fun. And uh, I think that this is, this is the time to be like a child, get in touch with that person that uh, is playful and fun. And hmm. I feel it. I did not feel it six months ago. <laughs> <laughs> it was well, a little bit oppressive six months ago. Hey. Yeah. And just to be here on a beautiful sunny day. Uh, we're in Port Townsend. I'm filling in for Manson Mitchell. Thank you, Suzanne and Gary, for inviting me to do the show. Uh, I've taken you on the road. Um, if you listen to my show, Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie, I'll do that once or twice a month, uh, and I hope to do that more during the spring. If people want to get hold of you, uh, hold of you, Steve, how can they reach out to you? Well, I guess probably the best way would be my Instagram account, and at Steve's Tees hasn't changed in... 10 years so say it one more time at steve's tees steve's tees there's an s in there so be careful and he it, you're supposed to make mainly music you're you're sharing your music right now yeah it's interesting i started that of course when i had my own tea company and we were drinking delicious teas but um yeah right now i'm doing music i'm doing jokes you know just whatever kind of comes <laughs> up but uh <laughs> at least go visit his uh neil young impersonation <laughs> which actually triggered me to reach out to him just yesterday was it yesterday day before last day, it was monday wasn't it yeah. i can't remember the days anymore and that's one thing about what's going on i don't remember days i just keep showing up i try to shine and be the best person i can be spend time with the quality, quality time with my friends and my family and there as much time in mother nature ah absolutely it's the the best place to be it is well, uh, we're in Port Townsend. We invite everyone to come out here and visit. Thank you, Steve, for hanging out with me. Thank you, Dina. All right. Uh, you can uh, listen to my show, Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie, 8 o'clock on Fridays. And Manson Mitchell will be back next week. Thank you for joining us. Have a great week. I won't sit and wait and watch the world disintegrate. I'll go with my mind and try to find peace inside, sharing what I own so I don't walk alone. All the sand in search of a sugar lock. Every time I start, I stop to think it's one thing. I just find myself enthralled in another dream. Every step is conscious, each part must be played. The end is the Yeah.
and by the love we give, what we seek to find. Always we've had inside, silence is the key that opens the inner sky. He settled all the dust, mirror reflects the light. Here in the heart, that's where all the trouble starts. We confuse ourselves, feelings that set Thinking about getting away for a day or an overnight stay? Pristine Pacific Northwest Island Beauty is closer and more affordable than you may think. From unspoiled hills to uncrowded Puget Sound shoreline, from wildlife and stately evergreen forests to bald eagles and blue herons, Whidbey and Camino Islands have it all. They're both located in Puget Sound and are an easy drive from either Seattle or Vancouver, B.C. Both islands are accessible by bridge, and each island is a wonder of nature and scenic beauty to be enjoyed by the entire family. To visit this classic Pacific Northwest experience, visit WhidbeyCamanoIslands.com or like them on Facebook to see all they have to offer. You'll discover that island time is just a short drive away and can be affordably yours this weekend. Whidbey and Camano Islands, the shortest distance to far away. Did you know that we live in the best place in the United States to see whales? Right here in the Salish Sea. We have orcas, humpbacks, gray whales, and so much more. Go whale watching with Puget Sound Express, and they guarantee you'll see whales or your next trip is absolutely free. Daily tours from downtown Edmonds on the Chilkat Express, the fastest boat in the Northwest. See whales in the wild with Puget Sound Express. That's PugetSoundExpress.com. Lift your spirits with me, Dina Marie, on Whidbey Island. I'll be a tour guide for your spirit and a travel agent for your soul. 
Retreats include a healing session for your body, your mind, and your spirit. You receive a Reiki session plus a chakra reading, experience a labyrinth in the woods, take a walk on the beach, and enjoy downtown Langley with me. Retreats are customized for you or a group of friends. You can visit dina-marie.com to connect with me today. Island Time is waiting for you. Curious about whales in the Pacific Northwest? Orca Network's Langley Whale Center celebrates and shares the lives of gray whales, orcas, and other marine mammals of the Salish Sea. The Langley Whale Center is a project of Orca Network, a nonprofit that is based on Whidbey Island. The Langley Whale Center gives Orca Network the opportunity to have a public presence to share the excitement about the whales and marine mammals who are our neighbors. The Whale Center in Langley gives visitors and residents alike a chance to learn more about the endangered southern resident orcas who visit our area and about the North Puget Sound gray whales, a small unique population of gray whales who find sustenance in the waters of Saratoga Passage and Possession Sound each March through May. Check out the Orca Network and Langley Whale Center on Facebook for the latest whale sightings, educational programs and events or visit orcanetwork.org for more information. You'll be glad you did. 